Season 2, Episode 17, January 16, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will begin to explore one of the most contradictory and misunderstood texts in the entire Bible, namely, as it is written, says Paul, God is speaking, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. We will explore that along the way, however. We will discover an amazing truth. God has mercy on whomever he will. We will call this part one. In Romans chapter 9, verse 13 to 15, we read, As it is written, Jacob I loved, and Esau I hated. Seven explosive words. Paul continued, What shall we say then? Is there injustice in God or on God's part? By no means, no. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Verse 13 contains seven words that stir the emotional most, most unbelievers and believers as well. Jacob, once again, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. Before you fall out of your chair, remember this. All scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and training in righteousness that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. Just remember that as you react to those words, those words, Jacob, I have loved or I loved and Esau, I hated. This text then is breathed out by God. In other words, it is the breath of God. Actually, that quote comes from Malachi chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. To start, we need to understand that actual emotional hatred of Esau and his offspring is not the point here. Malachi, who wrote this declaration more than 1,500 years after their death, was looking back at these two men and by extension the nations Israel and Edom that came from their loins. God chose one for divine blessings and protection and the other he left for divine judgment. The word hatred means just that and it cannot be reduced to love less. God said, Esau I have hated or I hated, it means just that. And not that I I love less, as some commentators contend. What is highlighted here in Romans chapter 9 verse 13 is God's distinguishing purpose of election Though they, the children, were not yet born, as we heard before, they had done nothing good nor bad in order that God's purpose 
of election might continue, not because of works, but because of him who calls, Romans chapter 9, verse 13. So Paul displays his role as one of the writers of the scripture who was carried along by the Holy Spirit, according to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. But he recognized that his previous statement needed further comment. So he raises two questions and answers them in Romans chapter 9, verse 15 to 19. Here's the question, the first one. What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or or exertion, but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says, Pharaoh, for this very purpose, I have raised you up that I might show my power in you that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. Most everybody who has ever heard the Bible, read the Bible, they have heard about Pharaoh. You have a song, Go down Moses, tell old Pharaoh to let my people go. So then he has mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. Could the distinguishing sovereign purpose of God throw into jeopardy the attribute of perfect righteousness? That's a fair question. Paul's reply is compelling. Certainly not. It is unthinkable to entertain such an idea, Paul would say. Paul shows why by calling on a witness from the Old Testament, God speaks regarding request made by Moses. Moses said, please show me your glory. And he said, I will make my goodness pass before you. I will proclaim before you my name, the Lord, my name, Yahweh. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. In Exodus chapter 9, verse 16, God had already said to Pharaoh, for this purpose... I have raised you up to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. From that response, Paul concludes God is righteous in showing mercy to some while hardening the hearts of others. So we must humbly admit that when God shows mercy, it is not a person receiving a reward earned by his or her own effort or human effort. Rather, it's God's sovereign free grace extended to persons who are totally unable to produce acceptable efforts pleasing to Almighty God. When then Here's a, I believe here's a line that you may appreciate. It's a, it's, a, it's a poet. When all thy mercies, O oh my God, my rising soul surveys, 
transported with the view. I am lost in wonder, love, and praise. Now here is a praise response. It comes to us in Romans chapter 11. All the depths of the riches and the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. How inscrutable his ways. And I believe his ways are inscrutable moment by moment. So, I say again today, this is the very first moment of the rest of our lives. This is the beginning of a new moment. We have been given this moment to use as we will. We can waste it or use it for good, but what we do in this moment is important because we are exchanging a moment of our lives for it. When the next moment comes, this very present moment will be gone forever, leaving in its place some things we traded for it. We wanted to be gain and not loss, good and not evil, success and not failure, in order that we shall not regret the price that we paid for it. We will try just for this moment, for we will never fail until we stop trying. We must conclude, however, if it's to be, it's up to me. God gives us these moments every day. He gives us 1,440 of them. And if we use them wisely, we are the beneficial. If we don't tomorrow, he repeats that same grace. So let's remember, this is the very moment that he has given us. That's how life is lived, moment by moment, not hour by hour, not necessarily day by day or week by week, but moment by moment. Well, that's it for now. I am wishing for you an amazing day. I should say an amazing moment. Many amazing moments. So cheer up and be glad. In it. Good day.